Need a metabolic reset? Try HealRight micronutrient bars. When eaten daily for eight weeks, clinical studies showed HealRight can improve cholesterol, blood sugar, and more. And great tasting HealRight works without additional diet or lifestyle changes or the serious side effects of medications. Visit HealRight.com with code HEAL for 15% off. H-E-A-L-R-I-G-H-T.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. That's tough. Yes, sir. Shouts to Great Network. Kicking up a fire intro. Let like, yeah, me know what we're doing out here. Yeah, that was elite. That was elite. What is up, everybody? You know what it is. Outside the cage, it is the start of a big week. Our man, Sugar Shane Jones, is fighting for the Bantamweight World title this weekend. USC 292 in Boston. It's a big week. I cannot wait. Just nervous, just wanted to get there already, feel like I'm fighting. Um, it's been years in the making for this. When we first started following him, listening to his podcast, he kind of got us in the podcast world for UFC. Um, and then if you would have told me a year ago that or two years ago that we were here now, I honestly, I probably wouldn't have believed you. But the work this man puts in, the effort he puts in, the time he puts in, he deserves this. We're ready to rock. I cannot wait. You know who we're going to rock with, so let's get it. How are we feeling? Man, I am feeling amazing, even more amazing than usual. And I've got to put a little disclaimer out there for anybody who's looking for some unbiased analysis on the main event this weekend. Not getting it this weekend. Not getting it from outside the cage. So might want to tune back in next week. But we've got a banger of a week for y'all. We're going for three episodes a new record for us, basically on our Joe Rogan shit. We are getting there. And yeah, neither of us, neither of us are big pink guys, but you notice how much pink is in our logo and in our brand? That is for one reason and one reason only. The GOAT, Sugar Sean O'Malley, baby. We got the Sugar merch on all week. That's all I'm rocking all week. Bro, I couldn't even. That's all I'm rocking all week. We'll be live Saturday. Dude, I oh, that's gonna be something else. Hopefully, we don't get canceled or taken off of YouTube that day because we're gonna be going nuts in the morning with the golf round. That dude, eight deep out there, two groups. We should do like a two v two v two v two scramble or something like that. Yeah, bro, it's a big day. Like I like, yeah, yeah, bro. I kind of just it's a big it's a big event, bro. So I was just like, you know, I want. I want to make it a whole day. I want to make it a whole weekend. We're going golfing Saturday. We're going live Saturday. We're watching the fight Saturday. We're gonna get Come some on. mimosas on Sunday. It's a whole. It's a whole weekend, bro. This is a special time, and I will say this right now. And I, I only ever say this about the Warriors. Do not let Sean O'Malley win this weekend. Do not let it happen. Do not let it happen. I've got to if say, O'Malley you on wins, that one. as a as a friend, as a friend. I'm asking you if O'Malley wins, lock me in my room. Don't let me out. I'll be, dude. I'll be right next to you, going nuts, right with you. I, I ain't gonna be the one locking anything away, dude. I'm gonna be walking straight to the bank if O'Malley wins. And well, it's you a good know, thing I don't pay that. rent because yeah, facts. if I did pay rent, I would be risking it all this weekend. <laughs> Before that, sadly, we got some business to attend to. We got to pay the bills. Um, this past week, UFC fight night, Luke, Luke versus RDA, Vicente Luque wins by unanimous decision. 
Um, Card started pretty much all finishes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Dude, it was a card. Eight, nine, nine finishes. Couldn't catch a break on the betting record. We'll put that up in a little bit. But um, what do you think of Luke's performance? And do you think – I think he's – I think I kind of like him in the welterweight division. What do you think? Bro, he looked elite, man. If you're going to outclass RDA like that for five rounds, even if RDA is old, you've got to be at the top of the pack. And, yeah, dude, Luke, he's only lost to the best guys in his whole career pretty yeah. much or top guys that Jeff Neal lost. I mean, Jeff Neal might be a top guy based off his last fight with Shavkat, who I have as my champ in a year from now. I think Luke is right up in the thick of it in that division. Yeah. I think, oh, man, it's just tough to match making welterweight right now. I don't really it's know. Yeah, when yeah. does Gilbert come back? You've got Masvidal on the way out. You got Colby because I mean in Bilal. Yeah, what were you gonna say? Um, it's just there's no like, does he fight down again? Does he fight a Kevin Holland? Like, it's just tough at that division. Like, there's no like, they're all good. So it's like, could he do a Sean Brady? I don't know if they're still trying to do Sean Brady and JDM. Um, and then you look, yeah. yeah, maybe Gilbert Burns, but that's I don't think Gilbert wants that fight at this point, so it's just tough. It's a tough division, bro. Tough division, yeah, because you've got the guys that have earned the money fights at this point in their career, like Colby, almost Gilbert, Mosbitt all on the way out from that, and then you just got dogs going for that title. And Lucas yeah. kind of in the middle of those two right now, but were there. Were there any other fights that stood out to you? I know the co-main stood out in a in a bad way for you. Cub Swanson versus Hakeem. Yeah. Uh, Cub is Cub one Swanson of my favorite absolutely. fighters, yeah. but I don't think he won that. Cub said it right after, which was very respectable. You could tell he wasn't happy with his performance. It almost seemed like he would have rather had lost. Uh, that's stupid because he's getting double the pay, but... I get, it seemed like the win was almost taking a toll on him just because he knew that he didn't win. It was a good fight, but you think uh, you think Cubs on show and win still? Oh, that's true. Because he's a guy where whether he wins or not, he's still going to bring a lot of eyes in. So yeah, and he's a vet in the game. That's a good point. He might not be, but gosh, I feel for Dewudu. I feel for you. It was the last leg of a five legger for you, right? Sorry to bring it up, but. Yeah, it's not the first time we've said it. It was not a good weekend overall betting. Yeah, Yeah, not at all. It was not a good weekend overall betting. I took a lot of chances, didn't work out. Yeah, I liked a lot of. I liked a lot of. I liked a lot of favorites. I didn't want to pay the price. Ended up winning. I didn't messed up there. Um, Overall bad betting. I typically am under better under on rounds, and this was the perfect card to take unders, and I didn't take them. Um, yeah, I mean, we can pull it up, bro. Let's see, we can pull it up. Yep, lost all your girl, Jelena Miller. Fucking sucks. Hey, I said that. Uh, I said Kaneho was terrible. McKinney looked real elite. Mm-hmm. Um, McGee looks special. Nice. Shout out to Sugar Sean, teammate. Um, the one I wanted, bro, that could have fixed the day was friend by submission round two. He had him twice in submission attempts. Couldn't mm-hmm. get it done, but 
I'm not mad at that one. That was actually my favorite like bet on the card. I really wanted to hit that one. Um, Polly Vienna again, just bad, bad bet. And then Khalil Roundtree put a little color on our on our on our chart there. So, yep, we're gonna start tracking that overall record. Um, so we're one at seven overall, minus five hundred ninety-two dollars. But you know, the game of runs and Sugar Sean put us in a green. Facts. It really it just takes one. All it takes is the main event of two ninety-two, and you are back. That that minus is a plus sign again. Like I said earlier, it's a good thing we like, ain't paying rent yet. Exactly. I liked Khalil Roundtree. Um, I liked Marcus McGee. I liked Terrence McKinney. Um, I almost put Francis Marshall in the parlay, bro, but I was like, nah. See, and that's one of the ones where I would have bet I would have bet um, Dolgarian, but I was like, nah. Like, Did you, you see know, Dolgarian, how he said he Simon Boudet, he was in that. He was in that. Dolgarian was saying that he lives in RV. Yeah, you're all good. Hey, we won't have to worry about that on Saturday, though. Man, those in, the in-person shows yeah, just get different. Yeah, that's Saturday. But, yeah, yeah Dolgarian we've after... Only done, we've only done two, huh? Hmm? We've only done two live shows. Yeah, the KGs and the International Fight Week. We only do it for big, big events because, you know, we got two-and-a-half-hour drive in between yeah. us. But yeah, Dolgarian said he lives in an RV outside of his gym. So this should be a win that changes his life. He can dive even more into MMA, into the UFC. And yeah, McKinney and McKee, the, the two that you already said, they both looked very good. I said this was a must win for Terrence McKinney. And it looks like he felt the same way. He didn't really show that guy the. You didn't show him the re- – I don't want to say you didn't show him, like, the respect because it was, like, in a good way. You know what I mean? He just walked him down, did what he was going to do, got That's in, got saying, out. Like, watching that fight, watching that fight, you look at it and you're like, how was McKinney ever lost? How does he have six losses? Well, he just – I think no matter what, like just he the just way he came out and the way, like, how dominant he was. Yeah, that's – all his yeah. fights end in under – Seems like they all end in the first round, whether it's good or bad for him. He just kind of puts himself out there, tests his skills, and says, we're going to throw down, and one of us is going to be standing at the end of the round, and sometimes it's not him. Yeah, people were saying that that Frivola knocked – it was Frivola who he knocked out in, like, five seconds or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. People were saying that that was almost looking like a fluke, but T-Mac – Getting back on the, the I always forget that Tracy McGrady is T Mac, but um, yeah, McKinney getting back on the train, baby. Let's go, elite wrestler I too. Really like, yeah, I really like Marvin Boudet. I like him in the heavyweight division, undefeated. He's like on a six, seven fight win streak. He looks good. Um, first finish in the UFC. Um, again and under, I would have took fucking bullshitting. Um. Damon Blackshear with the with the um, twister submission. Yeah. What was that, like the third or fourth one in UFC history? Third, yeah, your boy Bryce Mitchell. Yeah, Thug Nasty. He'll be back. And then uh, Yasmin Yusindo, the one who we've seen in San Diego fight Yasmin. Yasmin, she got the win via sub, 21 years old. 20 fights at 21 years old is crazy. Bro, yeah, professional fights. That's insane. So she must yeah. have been fighting pro since she was like 15. Holy damn. 
she, yeah. she, she just yeah. said, fuck being an amateur. I'm going straight to the pros. I guess, bro. That's crazy. But yeah, she's really good. I like, I like, I mean, I kind of like, we said it a long time ago in San Diego, like we're going to see these two fight again or like these two are going to yeah. be really good. Um, Yasmin obviously just got knocked out. Uh, hopefully she comes back from that. I kind of had higher hopes for her for her than that i mean tough loss but it's a bad matchup kind of like i said that week i didn't i didn't like her chances a lot just from the betting perspective um i wish i would have got that one wrong like i like i got them all wrong this weekend um but yeah great card um kind of it was actually kind of cool like i was like really interested in this card because i was just so anxious for a saturday so i'm like bro i gotta watch i gotta watch some fights yeah facts contender series tomorrow also yeah contender series and we see who uh Brad Katona's fighting. Yeah, I got the spoiler if you want me to hit it, or should I keep the I don't how do you have the spoiler? Though? They just have they already have it. And Chandler tweeted it on he he blew it on a tweet and then deleted it. Doesn't no. really have much steam yet, but I went on the underworld, had to get on my CIA shit. What, was find a little like, what was the tweet? Uh let me find it really quick. I had it on my phone. It was so something along the lines of Let's see, I should be able to get it right now. All right. Chandler tweeted August 14th, which is today at 1.08 p.m. Oh, wow. So he just did it like two hours ago and then deleted it right after. He said, headed to Boston this weekend to watch my tough 31 boys scrap. Kurt versus Austin will be tough to watch, but both will get contracts. That's the 155 fight. No spoilers there. I'm predicting. But get ready to watch Cody get a dominant dub. Cody Gibson fights tonight against um, Rico, the Boston guy. So there we go. Cody Gibson versus Brad Katona. Unless Chandler's just throwing smoke screens out there. Brad Katona. I hope I, I'm not a big Katona guy, but <laughs> Gibson also trains at the pit. Legendary gym and slow. It's only an hour 15 away from me. Dude, I just don't like how Katona, he talks with an Irish accent, but he's from Canada. I didn't like his whole, like, when he was, like, asking Chandler, like, when are we going to watch film and shit? Yeah. Like, usually, that... like, coaches, we watch it together. It's like, bro, relax. Yeah. We're fucking 35. <laughs> You've had plenty of chances to watch yeah. film. I like, I, like, I like Austin Hubbard in the 55 fight. Yeah, dude, Hollabaugh, that was a war. Hollabaugh and Jason Knight, I know we recorded the day before that one, but that was definitely the fight of the season. I feel like that's one of the best tough fights of all time. McGregor said, he said, a classic tough fight. A classic tough fight right there, boys. Speaking of that, um, this weekend, Connor was at his typical boxing matches, getting drunk as fuck. Um, He says that him and Chandler, December, December, and then he said, uh, then he said he's gonna fight Justin Gaethje, and then he says he's gonna do the trilogy with Nate Diaz. Um, obviously, I don't think those ever happen. But let's talk about the first fight that I think is gonna happen: um, yep. Chandler Connor in December. I think obviously it's always the ball's always been in Connor's court. Um, I'm about 60-40. It happens. Sixty, it happens. Forty, it doesn't. Just because I don't know about Connor. Again, I, I still don't know like the, the ramifications of the USADA. Like, is there a way to get out of USADA? Is there a way to get around it? Like, I don't know that. So yeah. if you could tell me that what there was like, I knew for a fact there was a way to get around it, I'd be like, okay, he's gonna fight whenever. But the fact that there's like I don't we don't know if there isn't, like you just I don't know. Like in my mind, you just can't be not be in USADA and fight. That's just how I that's how I always thought it was. 
Yeah, because it. Yeah, exactly. I don't think Connor's like some Dylan Dennis type where he just wants to hype up a fight, get attention. He doesn't want to fight. I think that he does want to fight. It's just a matter of Usada. If we could just get a comment from them, I'd be eighty twenty on it happening. But I agree with you. I'm. I'm well, I don't think they're gonna but like. The thing is, though, is I don't think they're going to ever come out and say he doesn't have to be in USADA. Yeah. Like, I just want to hear him say he's in the pool or he has been in the pool. Like, if they if they forged a couple documents and said he was in there two months earlier and then he did have some clean tests, I'm cool with it. Is it – there's only one reason he's not in USADA, right? He's on drugs. Yeah, there's no other reason you wouldn't – yeah, I mean, it is probably kind of annoying having to give them your location all the time and they can show up whenever they want. But yeah, I mean, if you don't have anything to hide, I don't see the problem with it at the end of the day. So yeah, whether it's just cocaine, steroids, a little bit of everything, mm-hmm, probably a little bit of everything. That would be my guess. Bro, I think Connor wins that fight. Just the way that Chandler comes out yeah. so recklessly. It's not even a matter of Connor just being that much better of a fighter. I think the style is just blend perfectly for Connor yeah. to be able to. Connor still is like an elite boxer. Mm-hmm. Like you see him sparring with the guys in tough. Obviously, obviously that doesn't really mean much, but you could tell that he's still. He's still, he's still like he's still a technician and like hella technical and like accurate. Like he's crazy good. Yep. Unless Chandler wrestles, I think. I don't think he can get in his head enough to where he wouldn't wrestle. And Chandler just doesn't really like to either. Like, yeah, you have to meet me in the middle. Let's fucking go. Yeah, facts. And another piece of news. This one, not as positive as the McGregor comeback in December. But one more note on that, though. Sugar did comment, win or lose, he wants to fight on December 12th if he's ready to go. Win or lose. So that's exciting. He said he wants to fight two times a year. He's going to hold up to that, hopefully. Connor and Sugar, same card? Because if he's the champ, he'll get pay-per-view points. That's big brain thinking right there. May as well stick your name on that. He just wouldn't Dude, work like, if he was the champ, though. It would work. I think so. Two title fights. How's it? It's not a title fight. Connor wouldn't be a title fight. Oh, you're right. Could you do a title fight as the as the Coleman I mean, for a Connor? It's never been done, but if, if Sugar wants, I, I think Sugar would be down for him. Dude, yeah, and he knows, like, bro, if you're getting pay-per-view points off of a Connor pay-per-view, that's that's more than most people will ever get, unless your name's Brock Lesnar or Floyd Mayweather. But typically, the Conor McGregor cards aren't as stacked as normal because they're gonna, you're going to tune in anyway. So, do you like waste a Sugar? Yeah. yeah. Very true. It doesn't really make sense from the UFC's perspective. Why waste two guy, two of your only guys that have a million pay-per-view buy potential and put them on the same card? Yeah. That's sad, bro. Sugar might have grown out of the Connor shadow because there is a run where he was on every Connor card for a little bit, or every time Connor would fight, Sugar would be on it at least. Yeah. So really? Yeah. He fought Mutinho on the Connor card and then I thought Moutinho was, was on the Connor Dustin three. Pedro was the international five week one with Izzy. When he got the that eye was, poke. That was Dustin. That was Connor Dustin three, Moutinho? Yeah. 
It was hype. Oh, for real? Yeah. Honestly, it might not be too many besides that, but McGregor hasn't fought very much either. So, Dang, I didn't know that. I thought that was a different card for some, for some reason. I'm pretty sure because I remember I was watching with a bunch of people and usually not that many people are going to someone's house for a UFC. Yeah. But, yeah, so some other news. The UFC, there's a class action lawsuit. Now, it's been around since 2014, actually. But it just got approved by a judge. The UFC has been trying to get it dismissed for years now, and court stuff just takes a really long time in general. So it finally got announced that the UFC's appeal got denied, so it is going to court. It is, and it's now a class action lawsuit, which means that any fighter can join in on it. It's like, say some big CEO sexually assaulted someone, and then they make it class action, and then 50 other people from his past can jump on and say the same thing. So it pretty much just multiplies it by 50. So there's- What is a lawsuit? Or who's suing the UFC, like? Give it to me. Yeah, so it was a group of fighters originally that say that the UFC used unfair methods to take over the fight game, such as like buying strike force, buying uh buying, let's see, they didn't buy cage warriors, but like they put them all on fight pass. They killed um Pride, they bought them back in the day. And they're saying now the UFC would do is put free fights on the same night that they would have pay-per-views, which I don't know, it just seems like smart business to me. And then eventually they just ran all those companies out of money and forced everyone to go into the UFC where they were able to charge whatever they want because the UFC is the only like legit option left. And that's just what so they're can saying. Blockbuster, so can Blockbuster sue Netflix? <laughs> that's kind of the boat that I'm in. I'm just saying what... I'm just yeah, saying what they're might have to, might have to get a lawyer on here and break it down to us. Facts. I've probably said a lot wrong right there. I, I've Unfair been in my method. I've been in a couple court cases, but I'm no expert. Unfair methods to take over the fight game. I feel like what they do that was unfair. The people they bought it from didn't have to accept the deal. Yeah, let me I'll have to come back here with some research on Thursday on that because I just watched a quick little YouTube video, but that was the gist of it that I picked up. If I'm wrong, sound off in the comments. Correct me. Send us a DM. Send in a little video clip. We'll be happy to play it. We're uh, we're all right though. Uncle Dana got it. I I think so too. He learned that shit slightly. Was there any other non? No, I think that's all the non-sugar stuff that we have to talk about, huh? Yes, sir. So yeah, dude. Uh, I don't even know where to start. I've got. A lot of things to say about this guy. I got, I got, I got something I want to say. All right, start it off with this. Start off with this. You want to play the video first? The one of him talking about Aljo. Yeah, yeah. Or just like what we gotta first. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is something Sugar was saying in an interview with Brett Okamoto. It was on Bleep MMA. Life for death. Do not let him grab me. That's what I'm. That's my mindset going into this fight. Do not let him grab me. Mm-hmm. He's gonna make a mistake. Neither of us can really afford to make a mistake. He makes too many mistakes on his feet. I will find his chin. He's cutting a lot of weight. That's no secret. He's always cut a lot of weight. He's just a big guy. He probably walks around at 165, 170. I walk around 155. Like he's naturally a bigger guy. Um, so he's going to have to cut more weight. And I know that's going to affect his chin. 
I find people's chins. I knock a lot of people out in the first round or at least drop them in the first round. Mm -hmm. I dropped Eddie Wineland in the first round, Jose Quinones in the first round, Thomas Almeida, dropped Chris Moutinho in the first round. I drop people. I find their chins pretty fast. So it's a matter of who's going to make, uh, make the mistake first. Vengan todos a la venta para amigos y familiares de JCPenney hasta el domingo. Usa el cupón de 30% extra en la tienda y llena tu carrito con estilo y ahorros. Y obtén hasta 60% de descuento en joyería fina y de moda. Además ahorra hasta 40% en ropa elegante para toda la familia. Compren juntos y luzcan de lo mejor este otoño. JCPenney, vale la pena. Selección de estilos, aplican exclusiones, cupón y oferta de ropa válidos hasta el 8 de octubre. Oferta de joyería válida hasta el 22 de octubre. Detalles en la tienda jcp.com. That shit gives me chills, bro. Bro, nobody is like people on the outside. I mean, we're on the outside too, but we, we kind of like follow this dude a lot. Like, they don't realize the like outside the cage stuff that this man does. Like, from having like his blood work fucking done to knowing so how much he needs to eat, how much he needs to sleep, tracking his sleep like no other. He's like a fucking sleep scientist. He. He had a sleep scientist team go to his house and adjust his sleeping schedule for Boston. So by the time it comes by coming Boston, yep. he's peaking. No 11 30 p.m. Boston time, baby. He's no, no one, no one does that, bro. Like nobody does that. So like it's not a coincidence that he's here. And that's why, like, he has a chance in this fight, bro, because a lot of the stuff. Like against Peter Yan, like he took some shots against Peter Yan that not a lot of people can take. And it's all from the stuff he does. Like literally his sleep, his training schedule, how dialed in his training is, how much he tracks his training, his meal preps, his weight cuts. He has someone who manages his weight cut, like shouts Dan Garner. Like that shit, there's not there's no one else that's more prepared than this dude. No one else. And when you have a guy like that, I'll lay my money on the line for him every time. Dude, and you combine that with just the natural athleticism, talent, speed, eyes, timing that he has, it's the perfect storm. And then the one thing you the one thing that you would think is shoot, hopefully he doesn't go the uh the Johnny football route, start partying a little too much, which a lot of people think that he does just based off of the personality that he throws out there on Instagram. But the real fans know that he's just doing that so more people tune in. He's just putting more money in his own pocket. But yeah, this guy, he's one of the most dedicated, disciplined fighters that we've ever seen. I heard Dan Hardy, he had a really good 20-minute breakdown of this fight. I'd recommend go watching it on his YouTube. He was saying Sugar represents the modern MMA fighter in terms of having a cool podcast, breaking news on there, being big on social media, and all the preparation that you just touched on, the elite you know, just thinking about training, not just training, but really planning everything out to get the most out of it, being ready for those 25 minutes. And also the Red Hawk. I don't think he's getting enough love yet. He does from us. We know Coach Tim, best coach in the game, up there with Eugene. We'll, we'll say they're even just, you know, because we got alliance to both. But yeah, man, Tim Welch, Sugar's coach for 10 years, took him in in Montana back in the day. They live together. They grinded together. Now Tim has his own gym, has some other fighters that are starting to come up through the amateur ranks. It's just a match made in heaven between them yeah, two. Bro. It's a great story from where they started. 
bro. Now Tim's going to be coaching up against Matt Sarah and Ray Longo, two of the best coaches in the game who have had multiple champs. They got current champs, current contenders. So this thing is really just straight out of a movie. Yeah, and bro, I, can't, really wanna... I can't fuck with Matt Sarah this week. I know. He's like my favorite. Oh, man. <laughs> Him and Longo are two of my favorite personalities in the whole sport. Nah, did you bro, see the new looking for a fight? Yeah, I did watch it. Actually, it was cool. Sarah said, oh, I guess power slap didn't work out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bro, hella cool. Dean Thomas is hella – bro, when I seen, like, Dean Thomas in Vegas, bro, he's hella cool, bro. He's so fucking cool. Didn't she say he's he was so watching cool. uh, Corey sparring and stuff like that, just, like, actually spending time with you guys? And Yeah, bro, we were, waiting, we were waiting for the Uber. We were just talking about it for, like, 10 minutes. We were just chilling. <laughs> oh, was he was waiting cool. for one, too? Yeah. Hey, that's a perfect spot. No, we saw Giga waiting or when we were getting into the taxi, huh? Yeah, saw Giga. Bro, that man, it hits different. I wish this was in Vegas. I think we, we would be get, there right we now. Get, we gotta get to a Sugar Sean fight, bro. That's next. I think it, if this was anywhere that's not on the East Coast, I think there's a good chance this is a or this one wouldn't be live, but the Thursday and Saturday ones would be in a hotel room. I for whatever. sure like I I could see him fighting in like Arizona. I was gonna say Phoenix makes perfect sense because that's his home turf. So yeah. the whole crowd would be going nuts for Sugar Sean. Yeah, dude, we do we do gotta throw some love the other way too, though. He is fighting Aljamain Sterling, who ev- everyone kind of agrees now he's the bantamweight goat, just based off of who he's beat. Even before his title run, he was just he's been running through the division for a long time now. Got knocked out by it was Marias, right? That knocked him out yeah. back in the day. Only blip, really. And then that first Peter Yon fight, got a lot of haters from that. But the dude's been basically unstoppable. Yeah, it's tough, tough, tough. We got a tall task ahead of us, but we're going to find a fucking way, just like they just like they didn't get a shot against Peter Yon. We're going to yep. find a way, and we're going to shock the world, baby. Dude, and, and usually when we see an elite grappler versus a, an elite striker, I'm usually honestly going with the grappler in a five-round fight, but I think Suga is on that Izzy level where he's yeah. just going to have that elite MMA takedown defense. I also heard Hardy say this. I don't mean to just say everything that Dan Hardy said, but he said that everything that Suga's learned since he started has been MMA-based. Since he wasn't some kid in jiu-jitsu or wrestling, like all that, all of his wrestling that he's learned has yeah. been like centered around MMA. Same with the jujitsu, striking. I mean, I don't know. Striking is I just kind think of different. Like, if you sat up here and told me gun to my head, do I think he can stuff Aljo's takedowns? I would say not all of them, and I don't think I don't think he can stuff all of them. I don't. Um, but I really like trust him off his back. I think you saw in the Peter Yon fight, he was looking for the arm bars, looking for submissions, triangle chokes. Like I, I, that's what I think is I'm not, obviously I think Aljo can take him down, but I think that when it gets to the ground, I think Suga's active on the ground. He'll fight for submissions. Um, and he'll just be super active and find a way to get it up. I don't think you can stuff takedowns for five rounds, but you only got to win three. Yeah. Facts. And I think when I just can already picture in my head, Aljo shooting for a takedown and Suga just catching him with a knee. That's what I've been saying all week, bro. I've been saying a knee all week. Maybe that one doesn't knock him back, but that just changes the whole fight. Like he stumbles all the way across the cage back. He has to start. He has to start quick. He has to win rounds one and two. 
and then try and, yes, and then try and steal one three through five if it goes to decision. Obviously, we hope yeah. he knocks him out, but I think the longer the fight goes, it's worse for us. Yeah, I agree because Aljo wants to get in that grind, grinding, grappling match, just deep waters. And I even think like Aljo's like Aljo's game plan is like okay, try and survive rounds one and two, take under deep waters, smother him for three, four, and five, or two, three, two, three, four, five, like. That's yeah. what I think. So I think either Sugar has to come out and get a fucking finish early, and we're going we're going nuts, or he has to really dominate rounds one and two, try and stay alive in round three and four, then maybe still round five. I think that's that's the path to victory. Well, I hope Aljo doesn't come out doing that hands on the knee shit. Just yeah, I fucking knee his ass. Fuck you, dude. That's when I wish Pride rules were around more than anything else, just so Sugar could put his lights are out. You, are you getting into town Friday? Or Saturday. Yeah, Friday night. I'm gonna come after work Saturday morning. Yeah, we have, we have a weekend, brother. Again, if y'all ain't here, we're golfing Saturday morning. We're gonna we're not we're not stopping right from the course to the house live show, and then it's on. We're gonna go live probably like during some prelims, so we can kind of like watch a little prelims while we're going live to get yeah. a little little energy. We'll be we'll be a little lit. I ain't gonna lie to you. I got the sugar wig getting getting a haircut right now, so we'll have have the sugar wig ready for y'all. Um, yeah, brother. Can't wait. Time's going by so slow. Also, is there anything that pops out to you here? We got, for anyone just listening, these are the current betting lines. Ian Gary's, Ian Gary's off, right? Or he's fighting Neil Magny? He's fighting Neil Magny. Yeah. Jeff Neal pulled out. I don't want to say anything for sure yet. Um, obviously, I like Shikashan. Um, I probably like Zang by submission. Um Ian Gary possibly over there. Um, I like Cheeto. Sadly, um, I mean, I feel like we like Cheeto more than Prelim Pedro, right? So give me, oh, uh, yeah, for sure. So give me Cheeto. Um, give me Brad Tavares. Sadly, and I like Austin Hubbard. Um, I haven't seen that line for that yet. So yeah, that's probably what I would have. Probably what I would have lined it. Um, I like Austin Hubbard. I think he's just a little bit younger, a little bit more faster, a little bit more technical. Um, he's not going to get into a fucking brawl with Kurt Hollaball. Um, yeah, facts. And then Petrovsky, GM3. That's a good fight, actually. I know. Probably Petrovsky by submission, but I don't know because GM3 can fucking submit you too. It's tough. <laughs> Maybe yeah. that one just end in submission one way or the other. Yeah, I need to lock in on that one, but I'm going to lock in. You know, we're starting from behind, but oh, it's yeah. all good. We'll lock in. And then we got the super preview show on Thursday, Thursday. probably, right? Thursday, yeah. Wow, what a week. What a week. Starting it off hot. Epi- this is probably like episode. Whoa, we got no overlay. That looks kind of weird. There we go. Back to normal. But yeah, any any parting words before we get out of here? That's all I got, brother. Cannot wait. Make sure y'all tune into the embedded um Timbo Sugar podcast. That's gonna be a good one. Um, it just dropped today. But yeah, I mean, again, I know I don't say it often, but this is one of those one of those weeks where you never if you've never watched you're thinking about watching this is the one to watch mm-hmm. we've been spoiled this summer yeah we have been spoiled international fight week the bmf belt and just great fight nights in between and with that we will see y'all on thursday Este es el mejor momento para preparar tu hogar para las fiestas y recibir a los invitados. Porque en The Home Depot encuentras ahorros de hasta 40% en baños seleccionados por internet. 
además de entrega gratis en todos los tocadores y grifos por Internet. Deja tu casa lista para esas visitas esperadas. Familia, amigos, vecinos y las inesperadas. Deja tu baño listo para las fiestas con ahorros de hasta 40% en tocadores y grifos en The Home Depot. Haces más, logras más.